What a wonderful day for us to be here together uh, today, and uh, particularly for me, it's uh, a joy to be, to be with you. And uh, we haven't been here for just over three years. I think we were last here in, uh, uh, in April of 2019. And um, unfortunately, Abby and the girls can't be able to, uh, to join us today, but uh, uh, I'm just wondering whether, okay. Some of, some of us might not even know who, uh, we, we have forgotten even who Abby and Rebecca is. There we are. <laughs> and um, so they just arrived uh, uh, at the airport this morning and uh, they had to wait until the schools broke off so that they could uh, be able to, uh, to, to join. And then we will be going around and uh, visiting all our supporting churches. And it's, it's a privilege for us to be a part of, uh, of, of, of this church, and we have been immensely blessed by many people, even through the pandemic, there are times we would join in in the service here, there are times when people would actually give us a call and uh, ask us how we are doing, the many messages and your prayers, that's what sustain us, sustains us on the, on the field. So when um, I was thinking of coming to, uh, to speak with you today, I, I thought, the, what I wanted to, uh, to talk about was uh, our call to mission. And our call to mission is not just for us as uh, the, your supported missionaries out on, on the field. God has, has had this call on each and every one of us. God's mission has been to, to reconcile all of us to, uh, to himself. And he has started this work on, of his mission. All through creation, we see the, the mission of God of bringing humankind back to, uh, to himself. And uh, so what I felt is that I just wanted us to connect with that mission and say, uh, how does MAF, the, the people that you support in MAF, how do, they, do we connect with the, uh, with, the mission, uh, with the mission of God? And uh, to me, it really goes to that wonderful scripture that t tells us about the Great Commission. And uh, I don't even need to read, through, uh, read it, but uh, uh, this is a time when Jesus commissions his disciples and allows them, uh, tells them to go out and uh, preach the gospel. And uh, if it wasn't for the faithfulness of those disciples, you and I wouldn't be here today. We wouldn't be able to know the, the wonderful things that Jesus did. And, uh, but as we look through that scripture, sometimes we, we get carried away by the, 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 the message that says, go out and preach the, uh, the, the gospel. And, uh, but for us to fully understand that, we need to know there are, very f there are four things that I wanted us to, to look at in, in this particular uh, scripture. Is that there is this wonderful statement that Jesus makes says that uh, all authority and power has been given uh, to me. Now, why would he want to say that? He just wanted us to, to know that uh, what he was doing was the work of God. God actually started all this, and it is all connected. And God has given us that authority and had, had given that authority to Jesus, and Jesus to be able to pass on this authority. He wanted to know, the disciples to know that he was, he was now sending them with the authority that God gives 
For, and uh, we can call on that uh, this, uh, the same. All of us who call ourselves the disciples of Jesus, we get that authority of God to be able to spread the gospel. But then he gave them uh, two instructions. The first one was to, to, to speak and, to, uh, about, and tell people about the, uh, the gospel. To me, that is important in the sense that uh, there are so many people out there who actually don't know Jesus, don't know God. People don't know that their, all, their existence actually stems from God. And that's what Jesus wanted, us to, uh, wanted his disciples to go out there and tell people that they are uh, uh, the goodness of God and for them to taste that goodness. But then he gives them another instruction and uh, th that second instruction was that to teach them, teach the new disciples to obey the commandments and to keep those commandments. And uh, Jesus knew that it would, this is the one part that would actually be extremely difficult for everybody. And uh, so he gives us a promise that while you're trying to, to, to spread the gospel, while you're trying to uh, to live out this uh, message that I'm giving you while you get everybody who believes in me to come to, uh, to me, it's not going to be easy. And I can tell you, we have been to places where even speaking about Jesus is, in, is enough to get you into jail. We've been to places where you cannot actually pass on a Bible because then that is a criminal uh, offense. We've been places where we can't even say we are MAF because we are Christian. And for that reason, that could actually put you in danger. But Jesus said, do not fear. I am there with you. And uh, indeed, there are, there are many times when even the church struggles to say, how do we fulfill this gospel, this commandment that God, Jesus has given us? How do we fulfill this mission? And uh, actually, it was in 1984 that a number of uh, religious uh, organizations and churches came together to, to grapple with this idea. Is it just the preaching of the gospel that is called uh, going out into mission? What does it mean? And they came up what we, with what they, we now call the five marks of mission. And uh, so I just wanted to, uh, to, to go through uh, the, uh, what these are. And there's the first one being evangelism. And, and indeed, we are called to evangelize and to spread the good news of, of Jesus to those who don't know him. Then there is the teaching and the discipleship. It's not enough for us to stand here or to, to go on a, a street corner and tell about the, the message of Jesus. And whoever receives Jesus, they need nurturing. They need to be uh, shown the ropes of how to, to live a life that is worthy of being a Christian. And that's why we may have so many Bible study groups. You have so many prayer groups that you have. You have your youth groups. Many people know about Jesus, but it requires us to nurture uh, 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 everybody in, uh, in this. Jesus' heart of compassion was very true and very evident in, in all of his ministry. And he calls us to be compassionate. And uh, the way we, sh we show that we are on the mission field is for us to be compassionate 
the same way that Jesus was uh, uh, compassionate. Issues of justice and mercy uh, were at the great heart of, of Jesus. And uh, he always was advocating for, the, uh, for, the, um, for those who, who were oppressed. There were people who needed to, to, to see justice in their, in their circumstances. And Jesus was very passionate about that. And can we forget about the environment? Jesus was a very keen advocate for, the, for God's creation. He was very passionate about us being able to care for, the, uh, for, the, for what God has created in, uh, in this world. And for that reason, each and every one of us who wants to be on the mission field, I, I'm reminded of that song that says that my heart cries out for what breaks your heart. And that's exactly what, uh, what mission is all about, that we need to be passionate about the things that, uh, that Jesus was passionate about. And then for, uh, for, uh, for me here, that's where I just wanted to ask ourselves, now you, you're supporting MAF, you're supporting us, you should be asking us, so how do you connect with those five marks of mission? And then for me, the, the, the best way to, to describe how MAF embeds this uh, issue of, uh, of, um, of integrated mission is to look at the propeller of an aircraft. Now, the, an, a propeller could be, there could be two propellers, there could be five propellers, there could be six propellers, but the one most important thing about all these propellers, they have to be connected on the hub. And that is, Anahab is the one that's connected uh, into, the, into the engine. And that for us as MAF, we say our hub is Jesus Christ. Everything we do is centered on Jesus Christ. And he is the one that strengthens us in all aspects. And he drives everything that, uh, that we do. And then you, when you look at all these five ministry, uh, marks of mission, I've put them on these, uh, on these five propellers, the key, is that when, when this prop these propellers begin to, uh, to rotate, you almost don't see that there are five. You, you almost see it, that it is one. But they will never be all syn synchronized unless they are properly balanced. So that, that's what the engineers would tell us that we're going to do a uh, prop balancing today. Uh, once you've put them on, you've got to balance them all properly. So what that to, to means as, uh, as people on the mission is that spreading the gospel is not say this is on one side and being compassionate is on the other. And I will choose to do this one thing here and maybe I'll do the compassionate or look at justice all these things that Jesus wanted us to, uh, was passionate about, we need to be passionate about all of them. And it is only when we have balanced it in our minds and say that that's what we want to do as, uh, as, the, as followers of Jesus, then we rotate in a way that uh, demonstrates the love of God because how, he actually clearly says that how can you say you love me if you don't uh, love your neighbor? So it is these things that we do for, 
for the people that are around us, it might be somebody in Chad, it could be somebody in, uh, in, in Liberia, but it could be your neighbor, it could be somebody right next to you in, uh, in your community. Those things that you do that demonstrate the love of God, that's what we call the mission uh, of God. Now, you should be asking me, so what is MAF doing on the, on this, uh, in this regard? And that is uh, the, the mission of MAF is to see isolated people changed in the, uh, by the love of Christ. And that is central to what we do. And why isolated? Because there are so many people around this world that do not know Jesus. But also there are people who are isolated because of the circumstances that they find themselves in. People are in conflict uh, uh, situations that need the love of Jesus. People who are isolated by distance and uh, they, they, people say we can't reach there because it is too difficult to get there. And that is where MAF comes in and says, no, we want everybody who we can be able to, to reach, they need to be able to see the gospel. And our vision is serving together to bring help, hope, and healing through aviation. So there are many ways that we can do, bring those three aspects. Uh, of mission, help, hope, and healing. But for MAF, because of the gift, giftings that God has given us, because of the assets that God has given us, because of the, uh, the training that he gives us, we're saying we will concentrate on using aviation to bring help, hope, and healing uh, to the places around the world that need it. So for evangelism, there are so many people that uh, we fly on our aircraft to to go into uh, remote com communities to be able to take the gospel. And uh, there are uh, people who cannot even get the Bible. And one of the ways that we do that is that we put uh, microchips in, the, in, uh, in their mobile phones, because mobile phones now are so readily available. And uh, sometimes there are organizations that we fly that take these uh, remote radios that they the gospel is on there all the time so that, and then on these radios there is a Wi-Fi. So when, when they come next to an aircraft, then the, the, the Wi-Fi kicks in and they are able to, to, to get, to download all kinds of things uh, for them to be able to know the gospel. And uh, I can tell you there are so many people's lives that are being changed through, uh, through very simple things like Bible translations, and, uh, and this. Compassion, that is at the heart of what we do. Medical evacuations uh, throughout the places that, uh, that we, we go. In, in times of disaster, that's where we are actually called upon. Uh, this is a picture of when there was, of, there was flooding and uh, MAF was, was trying to respond to, uh, to the people that had been uh, um, affected by, uh, by the floods. And, uh, you support me and, and Abby and the girls, and I work. On, uh, I serve on the uh, on the MAF's Global Disaster Response Team. So wherever there is a disaster anywhere around the world, then there are twelve of us. Any three of us have to deploy to be able to be ready to go within twenty four hours. Whether there is an earthquake, there is a flood, there is any, then we organize and make sure that relief can be able to reach uh, where it is needed. And we have organizations like uh, uh, UNHCR because of there are so many conflicts around this world that are 
creating refugees. I mean, uh, that is very, it has come so real to, uh, to us here in Europe now that we see what is happening in Ukraine. And that's what God calls us and says that reach out to the people that are, have been displaced and uh, whatever, you, 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 whatever you can do and you provide for, uh, for them, that is the heart of God. And then when it comes to discipleship, we support so many organizations that are, uh, would not be based in the locations that they are if we were not there to provide them with the logistics and the support that, uh, the, uh, that they need. There's a lot of training. People come from all around the world and they, they want to go to these places that, um, that uh, are needing to, uh, people are needing to be trained in various things. And that is where MAF comes in to say, let's, uh, let's provide that. Justice and mercy. And uh, uh, one of the things that really hurts the world is uh, gender-based violence in, in times of conflict. And uh, one of the places that is, is really worst hit by this is, is South Sudan, where people have, there's a whole generation of people that have known absolutely nothing else other than war throughout their generation. And uh, the only way they know how to, to sort out their, their conflict, even if it was children playing in the playground, the only way they know how to, to resolve conflict is by fighting. Now, MAF is involved in the peace and reconciliation programs and uh, also supports organizations that go in to do peace and reconciliations in places, uh, places like that. And then I find myself, uh, my girls always say, that has gone to evangelize the tax, uh, the tax authorities. Because a lot of my time I spend um, in uh, government uh, entities and, and uh, trying to tell them, well, you say we owe a million dollars. Well, and no, we don't. But you do it in a, in a way that reflects God and respectful to the people that have actually invited us to be in that country. But at the same time, not accept to do the corruption that every, uh, is, is so rife everywhere. And the risks that are involved in even doing that are, are just unbelievable. Um, uh, uh, I think we, you, some of you already know our story of Chad where we even had to be uh, in prison because we are refusing to say, I, I won't give you what you're looking for, but we will follow what Jesus is asking us to do. Care for creation is so important in every aspect of what we do, in the sense that it is so interconnected. If we don't care for God's environment here in the UK, if we don't care for the God's environment wherever we are, somebody else is going to be affected. There are so many droughts that are, are ravaging in uh, so many communities, mainly because of human factors, human, uh, what we have done to God's environment. And then there are people that come to, to, uh, to us and say, so we thought you only fly missionaries. Why do we have an environmental organization on your, on your aircraft? And this is why. We, we, we fly these organizations that can go in and provide water and sanitation, uh, skills to actually revive uh, damaged uh, uh, environments so that people can have uh, their livelihoods uh, restored. And that is why we fly them. And there are people who still live in these kind of conditions, who are 
all their livelihoods around are being destroyed because of, uh, of, of what man is actually doing. And uh, for us to be able to reach these people, that is why MAF flies to these uh, very remote locations. And if we didn't do what we do, there are many places that are, are the roads are so impassable that uh, the only way for us to be, for, for the hope, help, and healing to reach out to the people that need it actually has to go through uh, flying, uh, flying aircraft. And that is why we want to say thank you so much for your support of us and for the partnership that we have with you. And uh, we would, con uh, would continue to ask you to pray with us because as Jesus said, this is not easy, but we'd want to trust and know that God is with us in all this that, uh, that we are doing. And doing it together with you makes it even that much that much more enjoyable and fun because we know that we are in it together as Christians supporting the, the mission that God has called us to. So thank you very much. And I look forward to uh, speaking with you even more at, uh, at uh, the end of the service. But if you have any questions, we would be helpful to, I'd be more than happy to, to discuss those with you. Thanks, Sam. That's amazing. Um, it's amazing. It is, it is deserved a round of applause. Yeah.